Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, let's bring Angelo DiCicchio, uh, uh, General Manager, Young Drivers of Canada, and with us now. Angelo, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. In those infamous words from Harry Potter, he's back. <laughs> Are, you uh, we're ha- back. Are you surprised we're having this discussion? No, it kind of went away. You're correct. Uh, all the hoopla back then, and it kind of died down, and then became a political issue. So you made some good points. The reality is that we run over, as a society, and specifically in Ontario, we run over a lot of vulnerable people, pedestrians, cyclists. And speed is attributed to a large number of them, but it isn't really just the speed. And I'm sure the photo radar will help out with the speed, but I'm more interested in changing uh, driver behavior, um, consideration, and competency. So hopefully this will lead towards an educational uh, platform by which we will refresh people's memory that we share the roadway in Ontario. How much has technology played into this? It just now makes it easier, although the technology here probably hasn't changed a lot. It's probably just gotten smaller and, and, and more cost-effective. But really, it's, it's the same debate that we were having way back when, is it not? Exactly. And, I mean, some people had back then analog speedometers and whether you're going 52 or 53 or 49 but now hey and then it was they're gonna set them at like three miles an hour over the speed limit (laughs) that was the other scare at the time you know what happens if you're just going five over exactly and so those are all valid concerns because people are concerned that you know driving in ontario it is one of our last un fettered freedoms, but with that comes a lot of responsibility since it's a public roadway, it's a shared roadway, we all pay through it through taxes. The point, though, being that if everyone just followed the Highway Traffic Act, life would be rather boring. And what it is is some people who want to take the right-of-way, to take it upon themselves to drive at a speed that the roadway wasn't designed for, or that someone decided that we should only be going 30 here because kids are walking past. So those are the people who do mess it up for pretty much boring, law-abiding citizens. So is this, there's more traffic, uh, there's more congestion, there's more drivers, or is it, you know, at the end of the day, if you just followed the rules, we wouldn't need any of this stuff. Pretty much. and so, But the thing is, it is, as you said, it's a lot easier and cheaper to do now. You don't need a police officer with a radar gun, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning when there's one car every five hours. Uh, the camera will be there for that duration of time. And hopefully, you know, the mayor is going to choose 50 good places uh, there. And every other mayor, as you said, it's... Uh, Uh, municipal, will choose a place where there has been historically, the data shows that there have been issues and maybe the people who live in that neighborhood or across through that neighborhood will eventually say, oh, this is here because of me. I go 70 in this 30 zone every single day. 
Uh, red light camera any different than uh, 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 sorry the uh, the speed ra- photo radar is this any different than getting us to accept red light cameras? Uh, uh, many thought yeah. that it was interesting that after all the the kerfuffle around photo radar, people s- seem to be quite receptive over red light cameras. Is is that any indication that this will just be blow this will just blow over and nobody will care about this? Uh, again, I think that. Everybody speeds, or at least all the people I know, and occasionally I do too, but I've taken upon myself 100% responsibility for the consequences at that moment in time. That's what this is going to refresh people's memory, is that you are voluntarily following rules and regulations, not only for your safety, but for everyone else's. Now, with red light cameras, why people eventually accepted it is because they understood you're making a left turn at a set of lights. The light turns amber. You want to turn left. But someone's going through a red, and you say, hey, that's my amber light. I paid for it with my green. You're stealing from me. So eventually we'll come around to thinking, you know what? It's only 30 kilometers an hour here, so people can traverse rather safely and boring. And then people will be driving 30 kilometers around the neighborhood in which I care about, where my grandkids go, where my neighbor's daughter goes to school. So it's give and take. And when you're giving around this time of year, it's a great thing. It's the people who take, take, take the Grinch will show them a lump of coal. Can we... uh... Can we enforce can we enforce courtesy? That if you could help me out with that, Scott. So I've been working on that for thirty two <laughs> years. And the reality is the majority of Canadians, let alone Ontarians, we're we're pretty good people. We have some of the safest roadways in all of North America. We're rather conscientious. It's just when you get into a crappy state of mind, you've had a bad day. Yesterday it was so much traffic, it took me three hours to get home, and now I'm in the neighborhood, and I'm going to try making up 15, 20 seconds. Because the difference between going 30 and 60 is seconds over the course of a number of blocks. So there's a problem with the mental state. You've, you've let down your guard and you're succumbing to animalistic thoughts and feelings. Well, smarten up or take the bus. Should we uh, should we study this, watch it, see what happens? Because obviously, red yeah. light cameras seem to work. Or should we just go ahead and implement it on all of the highways? I mean, why not have this on? R- right now, it's restricted to those roadways under eighty k. Should this be on highways as well? I think this is a really good interim step, and there should be some study. Because my issues with red light cameras were that some people, careful, cautious, they're coming up to an intersection that's been self-identified as a red light camera place, and they're slowing down with a green light. Yeah, yeah. Because the person behind yeah. is actually speeding up. Yeah. And that's where my concern is with any of this type of technology, is trying to understand the interface between new technology and new drivers but is and that any, older drivers. Angelo, is that any different than driving along and all of a sudden somebody sees a cruiser up the road on radar and then they hit their <laughs> brakes? I mean, is it is it matter if it's a cruiser parked on the side of the road or if it's a sign saying, hey, this is photo radar spot? You, you know what? I actually think that this has more of an assurity of consequences than a police officer. 
um, because it's technology and you're not going to argue with it and there's going to be a picture. So I actually think that this type of technology, as long as there is a surety of consequences, you will eventually change behavior in that area at that time. It's just I'd like it to go a little further than that so that once you get out of that um, that uh, photo radar zone, you don't bring your speed back up to 70. You know, maybe it should have a message that comes out, hey, way to go. You deserve no lump of coal for you. The other guy gets two. Uh, do you think there'll be resistance to this in any way? Do you think, they, do you think people yeah. are ready for it? Um, there will be resistance. Some people will call for further study, I'm quite certain. But the people who probably have the most resistance would be the people who say, look, I'm careful, cautious, I don't speed through these areas. They're concerned that the 30K zone, which, I mean, people die if you hit them at speeds above 30. But they're worried about the 80, 90, 100K, and they're worried that maybe it's going to be a a slippery slope towards uh, uh, somewhat unfettered freedom that Ontarians don't not only just enjoy, but you really need it because Ontario's big. At the end of the day, uh, how long before we just do all of this type of enforcement that way? I mean, you know, I mean, is it not, we're sort of like we've got one foot in the bed, one foot out. You do. So at the Advanced Driving Centre, I've been working on with Young Drivers of Canada the last seven years. I do a lot of corporate fleets and helping them introduce new technologies in their vehicle. And some of them are GPS trackers and warning devices that alert the fleet manager when someone is going over the speed limit or braking suddenly or, or swerving, that kind of thing, because the company doesn't want you hurt. And they don't want you hurting someone else, specifically with a company logo on their van or truck. Yeah. So I think that's where the technology, the nanny state will come in first is with corporate fleets. And it'll eventually probably work its way down to you. But by that time, uh, we'll have uh, um, automated cars. So none of this will be even an issue, will it? Well, of course, <laughs> at that point. I'm, I'm sure we'll come up as uh, human beings. We'll come up with another issue. Angelo DeChico has been with us, General Manager, Young Drivers of Canada, Ontario, going to allow municipalities to have ro- uh, a photo radar on local roads, speed zones, under uh, 80K roadways. Uh, Angelo, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Everyone have a great day and stay safe. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.